the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hello, everybody. I'm Dennis Prager. The unraveling of a civilization can take place very fast. The building is very, very long. Uh, I don't know if you can rebuild. I don't want to depress you. And I mean it. I'm being cute. Listen to this clip from CNN. CNN's Angela Rye. Listen to this. America, it was already multicultural. There were already Latinos. There were already black people. So if we're going to relitigate history, let's start with that. Is it is it about statues and monuments? I, I know you saw the interview I did with um, Corey Stewart, mm-hmm. who's, who's trying to run for a Senate seat there in Virginia. And he, he makes the case that it is about statues and monuments, and everyone's trying to make it about something else. I think that we have to get to the heart of the problem here, and the heart of the problem is the way in which many of us were taught American history. American history is not all glorious, and and even though I love John to death, I couldn't disagree more about George Washington. George Washington was a slave owner, and we need to call slave owners out for what they are. Whether we think they were protecting American freedom or not, he wasn't protecting my freedom. I wasn't someone who my ancestors weren't deemed human beings to him. And so to me, I don't care if it's a George Washington statue or a Thomas Jefferson statue or a Robert E. Lee statue. They all need to come down. There is a way that we can recognize yeah, Angela, and appreciate. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not finished. You're, 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 you're feeding I'm, but I'm not, but I'm not, but I'm not, but I'm not, talking points. No, no, no. No, but I'm not, but I'm not, but You're I'm not, John, and I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to finish you my point. That. I'm going to finish my point. On, I'm not feeding into white supremacy. I'm calling out white supremacy for what it is. And sometimes what it is, John, are blind spots. Sometimes what it is is not acknowledging that this country was built upon a very violent past that resulted in death and the raping and the killing of my ancestors. So I'm not going to I'm not going to allow us to say that it's okay for a Robert E. Lee, but not a George Washington. We need to call it what it is. And I'm not saying that they don't deserve to be taught about. We definitely need to learn about it so that we don't repeat it because we're very close to repeating it right now. But I'm not giving any deference to George Washington or to Robert E. Lee. Well, let me let me jump in. You know, when the president said, well, I'm going to take down statues of George Washington, of course, he was mocked by the lying, deceiving, mendacious, dishonest, uh, immoral uh, media. But I, 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 I said at the time, of course, he's right. That is exactly where the logic goes. There is no country whose ancestors ultimately did not have slaves. So, allow me to explain to you what one does here. It's white supremacy. I'm just reviewing her arguments. It's white supremacy to think that we should have monuments to George Washington. Really. I don't know who we would have monuments to, given the flaws of, of people who have lived 
But let me give you uh, the, the answer here. You judge people in their times, not by our times. I learned that in the book that has uh, no place in modern education, and that's the root of the problem because there is no moral wisdom today, and that is called the Bible. That's why I beg you, as uh, almost humiliating for me as it is to beg you, but I beg you to read the Rational Bible because the answers are there, my commentary on these great books. I might add, if I may, makes a great Father's Day gift. It's gorgeously printed in a beautiful, beautiful hardback volume of both Genesis and Exodus. And in Genesis, I point out that there is a verse that is very powerful. Noah was a righteous man in his generations. Why were the words in his generations added? Why didn't it merely say, and Noah was a righteous man? That's the, the, the one person God saved in the flood of which he brought on humanity. Whether you believe the story or not is irrelevant. It's the lesson that matters. And it's the lessons that I teach. And the answer is, in his generations, he was righteous. If later generations were to judge him, he would not be as righteous. You judge people in their generations. George Washington made the freest country and ultimately, ultimately, not immediately, obviously, for vast numbers of black people, a blessing. That's why you should read Out of America, Keith Richburg, black journalist for decades for the Washington Post describing how grateful he is to be a black in America and not a black in Africa. And I brought to you the data, which some people couldn't believe, so they wrote to me. They didn't disbelieve me, but they found it unbelievable. Please, Dennis, send, uh, send me the sources. So I send them the sources of the data. Two million black Africans have immigrated to the United States voluntarily in the last 40 or so years, and 600,000 came as slaves in the entirety of all the slave movement to America. This, this loathing of America and its founders will end up with the, uh, with the end of America. You can't, you can't make a society that has contempt for itself, especially one that went through hell called the Civil War to abolish that particular institution, which in any event existed in half of the place. What did she say in that moronic comment? that it's going to happen again or something? i got to isolate that. Is it, is it danger that this is going to happen again? Well. 1-8 Prager 776. The, the issue of race is the left's 
battering ram to destroy this country. Now, do you believe me? I think more of you do when I say, and as I've said for decades, everything the left touches, it destroys. And the latest and its greatest target of all is the United States of America. It has uh, the, the most recent wreckage is uh, is football. I played you Roger Goodell's obsequious comments yesterday. It makes attending an NFL game uh, impossible if you uh, if you love this country. And that's it's very sad. It's a a difficult time. We may come out of it. We may not come out of it. But I'll tell you this. People who understand what is happening and still won't vote for Donald Trump because they can't stand Donald Trump are putting their self-esteem above America's survival. (laughs) That's what it amounts to. No, I, I, I can't vote for Donald Trump. He's... He's just so beneath contempt in my eyes, is what these people will say. So I will vote for the party uh, that is wrecking the United States, that has been taken over by America-loathing ideas. It's it's disconcerting. Do you know that there is a, a music college in Boston, Berkeley Music Conservatory or College, that has apologized for allowing police to use their restrooms. Many, I think many police listen to this program. You need to know that the voices that loathe you are loudest because the left loathes you. I'll tell you this. There is a policeman who has voted Democrat. You should do penitence. <laughs> That's the irony. Please know the, the the majority of us know how uh, indispensable you are to the survival of vast numbers of individuals and the society. It's old rotten apples theory. You don't think there are rotten apples in medicine? Law? We'll be back. The Dennis Prager Show. There's an article in LegalInsurrection.com by a Cornell law professor who they're trying to get fired. This is what he wrote. You have to understand everything I've told you. Unfortunately, I knew it was true, and now you're seeing the consequences of these truths. Truth is not a a value on the left. He wrote, professor of law at Cornell, and he's a lone voice, needless to say, the university is a cesspool, a moral and intellectual wasteland. William Jacobson is the professor, and he wrote... Reminder, hands up, don't shoot, on June 4th. Hands up, don't shoot is a fabricated narrative from the Michael Brown case. We have a video coming out of PragerU. 
with Larry Elder going through what happened, actually did happen at Ferguson, in Ferguson, Missouri. That is exactly correct. He never said, hands up, don't shoot. It's a lie. Another thing I've told you all these years, the greatest evils are all based on lies. You cannot have great evils without lies. And he wrote, the bloodletting on June 3rd, the bloodletting and wilding is part of an agenda to tear down the country. And for this, they call him a racist. For telling truths. This is, this is, all of this is unprecedented in American history. All of this. The left, which writes all the agendas, or all the historical narratives, I should say, speaks of McCarthyism. McCarthyism was nothing compared to what is happening today. A music conservatory apologizes for allowing the police to use the bathroom. Well, you have to congratulate the left. 50 years, 60 years of left-wing lying and indoctrination has worked. The last best hope of the earth, as Abraham Lincoln called America, is has is being taken down. No external enemy could do it. You, you need zero foreign interference. I've told you it's either America or leftism. One will win. One is winning. Doug in Ottawa, Canada. Hello. Hi, Dr. Prager. Thanks for allowing me on the program, sir. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just wanted to say my favorite part of your show is when you pause for 45 straight seconds. And my question to you is when you climax, does it look like someone... Okay, well, what genius. Okay, we'll go to a real call. And Robert in Los Angeles, California. Hello. Robert in L.A.? Two-night two special on race relations. Okay, start again because uh, you were not hooked up. Okay. Did you um, catch Oprah Winfrey? She had a two-night special, one hour each night on race relations, where she had a panel discussion with the Zooming. No. By the, was anybody on the panel a conservative? No, and that's why I called. It was all extreme progressives. And uh, in this kind of forum, I was expecting to hear to have maybe a police chief on. I was expecting her to say something like, uh, you know, 98% of the policemen are helping us and they're good people, and it's that 1% or 2% that we're dealing with. I never heard that. Uh, they didn't have anybody on who had been a, a victim of the riots, who maybe lost a loved one or their business was destroyed. Nothing. And this is my biggest fear is that when people like Oprah Winfrey have put a bullseye on white people's lives and invited them to uh, uh, persecute us for white privilege, we're in big trouble. Well, we are in big trouble. We are. (laughs) I don't know. I didn't see it. I don't know what she's invited people to do to whites, but it is clear if whites are all 
racist, which is the line of the left, then whites are all despicable. You can't be a nice racist. (laughs) Racist is a really horrible thing to be. So uh, the left breeds race hatred. The races were getting along quite well prior to the Obama administration. Even the majority of blacks believed that race relations were good and improving. But this is the battering ram to bring down the country. It also is also, it's very important, leftists are empty. And they need, they need a religion since they have none. They don't believe in the Bible. They don't believe in religion. They don't believe in, in, in America. So they believe ra- anti-racism has become their validating theology. That's what it is especially for young people who have been given nothing, absolutely nothing. Parents have been preoccupied with getting them into prestigious colleges. They have not been preoccupied with what they're learning in high school, let alone at the college. And they weren't learning much. They were learning to be intolerant, bigoted, hate-filled, and it's worked. The left is intolerant, bigoted, and hate-filled. This uh, professor takes a... I mean, as I've told you also, as you know, courage is the the rarest of the good traits. This professor Jacobson at Cornell, who wrote two truths. I mean, it's simply a truth. Hands up, don't shoot is a fabricated narrative from the Michael Brown case. And the the blood the bloodletting and wilding is part of an agenda to tear down America. They're inassailable truths. That's and for that there is a massive movement. The dean as well with the mob. The mob. That is correct. There's some more uh, news in this regard. that I wanted you to uh, be aware of, and that is uh, apparently Nigel Farage, the Englishman who is one of the architects of Brexit, has lost his ability to be on the air in Britain. I'll bring that to you and take more calls. You are listening to The Dennis Prager Show at a dark time in American history. The Dennis Prager Show. Okay, everybody, Dennis Prager here. What's happening in Britain? What is happening here? They they paint graffiti on Winston Churchill statues. Racist. He did make racist comments. He also saved Western civilization from the greatest racist, Adolf Hitler. So when you weigh a person's life and you weigh person who rescued the world from the most vile racist of all versus some comments he made earlier in his life hmm I would say that he he achieved more in the fight against racism than the entire left wing in its history 
There are no heroes on the left. There is nothing holy on the left. There is nothing to believe in. It is a nihilistic movement. Now do you believe me? I just hope that you you come to this realization before it is too late. Matt, I have said that the 2016 election was the most important and even more important than the 2020. Now, now I'm thinking 2020 is as important as 2016. Not because of the re-election of Donald Trump, which I think is very important, but because the left will come into power. The left could have both houses of Congress and the presidency, and that would uh, go very far into in ending uh, free speech in this country, which is already threatened beyond anything in American history. But my heart breaks for the lack of celebration of America, for the celebration of those who hate America. Antifa takes over a, a police station in Seattle, and a six-block area declares itself independent from the United States. And when this leftist governor of Washington, a, a, a fool who will barely make a footnote when they write the history, they will not even know of America, but of Washington State, said in a press conference that he doesn't know anything about it, so he's not going to comment on it. Can you imagine if right-wing people took over a central place in Seattle and declared it independent of the United States, the calls for immediate action to take it down? Can you imagine? We are going to create a pro-life six-block area. Imagine that. This is stuff of uh, family dividing seriousness, sadly, because I've always said the family should be sacrosanct in these matters. But if your children have embraced the lies and C was a villain, it's uh, tough. It's going to be tough going. See, if they thought rationally, it would be no issue. The issue is not left-right, as it is rational and anti-rational. It is left-right an issue. But the, the left, for the left, the truth doesn't matter. So when this professor at Cornell says, hands up, don't shoot, never happened, he's called a hater. It's an astonishing thing if you attack the Black Lives Matter movement, not the concept, but the movement, you can lose your job. That defines you as a racist. That is what we have come to. 40% of black-owned small businesses won't survive according to CBS News. 
See, the, the headlines are so misleading. But the, the right does it too. 40% of black-owned businesses not expected to survive coronavirus. The issue is not coronavirus. The issue is the lockdown. The hysterics who, who kept the lockdown way too long have destroyed 40% of black-owned businesses. But they're friends of blacks. A Republican gave them their businesses, and the left has been the ones who have screamed for a continuation of lockdown. The consequences of the lockdown being of of no great importance to them. All right, everybody, I will take your calls. I'm Dennis Prager. A reminder... The importance of supporting sponsors of talk radio were were one of the last truth-telling groups in America where people can say things that the left disapproves of. The sponsors make it possible, and I very, very carefully choose what I endorse. I endorse Pure Talk USA because uh, I tested it out. I actually have a phone on their service. It's... It's terrific. Because I, I frankly, I didn't believe that $20 a month for unlimited text, unlimited talk, and two gigabytes of data was possible. Well, it is. So why should you pay more? You get 50% off your first month, I might add, if you use the keyword Dennis Prager. What you do is just dial pound 250 on your phone, pound 250, and then say the keyword Dennis Prager. Pure Talk, keep your phone and keep your number, by the way. It's not an issue. Pure Talk USA, simply smarter wireless. Pound 250, keyword Dennis Prager. Jim in Minneapolis, the uh, benighted Minneapolis. Yes, Dennis, wow, it is an honor to speak with you. Thank you for taking my call. Thank you. I'll get right to it. Uh, I am seeing a lot more conservative pundits all over social media, black conservative pundits, uh, thanks, I think, in large part due to you. Um, This is freaking out the Democrats. They are seeing this and watching the black vote evaporate before their very eyes, and and they must stop this. They, They must keep blacks believing that they are powerless, that they are in need of a savior, and we all know who that savior is. That is the Democrat Party. Well, from your mouth to God's ears, I, I hope you're right. I just don't know. I don't know. Candace Owens and Larry Elder and others are major factors uh, in this. It takes a great deal of courage for a black uh, to speak out against the hysteria of the moment. It takes courage right now for a white, frankly, to speak out against the hysteria. I am, I've i always been open with you, and I, I have to say that it is disappointing to me that there are so many Americans who have bought an anti-rational, lying hysteria with regard to police and blacks 
15 unarmed blacks last year were, were killed by a policeman, 25 unarmed whites. All the studies I have seen do not show police forces to be, with regard to lethality, I don't know about stopping uh, drivers. And uh, I do know about the studies at Harvard, Michigan State, University of Maryland. To the surprise of the authors of the studies found, police were not racist. Does that mean there was no racist policeman? Only if you went to college or you're a leftist would you conclude that from what I said. I mean that. That's literally accurate. It's it, it. See, it's going to be an interesting thing. See, this is what I predict. There will be a, a, a an even more of an increase in murders of uh, in murders in the United States, mostly of uh, blacks by blacks. And what will happen is what has happened until now. There, it's just not reported. George Floyd is a household name, but none of none of the thousands are household names of who have been murdered, often just in cold blood, not you know, not even in some gang warfare. Black Lives Matter is the name of that movement, but they don't believe all Black Lives Matter. That's, that's, so when you respond, the response shouldn't be all lives matter. That is, of course, true, but that's not the response because it's not the point being made in the, in the slogan, Black Lives Matter. So the response is, do all black lives matter or only black lives taken by white policemen? That's the question to be asked. All right. It, uh, the question really is, will you now join the fight for America? Not, forget conservatism, forget any of this stuff. America, yeah, the existential threat, the only existential threat I know of is to the United States and indeed to the West. Okay, will you join it? Or will you help, at least help those who are fighting? That's a big deal to help those who are fighting. That's, that's the question in your life. Will you send out tweets even though your cousin will hate you for it? That's, that's really the issue. Not incendiary. Not just factual stuff. Ask where, where in what is incorrect in this in this narrative? We will have one out on Ferguson at PragerU shortly as an example. Larry Elder has a great uh, video out at PragerU on "Is America Racist?" Okay, gives gives a lot of data. Send that out. But you got to do something. Incredibly, this beautiful country with flaws 
is being taken down. The Dennis Prager Show. Okay, everybody. Dennis Prager here. Dana Point, California. Chris, hello. 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 Um, yeah, I just, uh, well, I know a lot of people say this, but um, I look forward every day you come on the air, so thank you. Thank you for that, yes. Um, anyway, I just, um, my wife and I, uh, we, we've been having a lot of heated discussions, and we recently had a, our first kid, so, um, you know, a lot of this stuff gets pretty important once you have a kid. But uh, last night we were talking about Black Lives Matter, and she told me that she recently found out that she was racist, and I said, well, how did how did you figure that out? And she said, uh, "I go, don't you have like black friends? And you've never thought you're racist before?" And she said, "Yeah, but I, she's been reading a book that uh, that taught her that she was racist." So, uh, well, th- I, did she give evidence of her racism? I I mean, I've asked her. She has she has black friends she went to college with, and I said, and you, "You've never you've never thought you had a racist thought before?" She said, "No, but I just didn't realize that I was racist." So I told her to send me the book and let me check it out. But which book is it? Really... I'm I'm familiar with a lot of them. What? Which one is it? I don't remember. She okay. texted to me. She's listening to an audiobook. I'll, I'll, I'll email you it. But it yeah. was just uh, it was pretty it, it was pretty unbelievable that she didn't believe she's racist and something she read taught her that she was. So I. Okay. Well, let me let me say something about that. Aside from how sick that is, and all whites are racist. So by the way, our what all whites are racist are there are there any racists who are not white is this you the answer from the left i got it at college this is not new is that is correct there are no non-white races racists racism is entirely a white creation which is of course a lie I mean, ask ask blacks in Brazil how how they feel uh, with uh, well. I guess that would be I guess you would could say that they were white Brazilians, and to the extent that there was racism there. But uh, in any event, so uh, Louis Farrakhan, who says that the white man was created by the devil and is inherently evil, is not a racist. So is there any, it's an interesting thing, is there any other moral flaw that only one race can have? Isn't that interesting? But you can say it. And then, by the way, one other thing is very important. This is a very insidious thing for many reasons, another one of which is... It measures people by their thoughts, not by their deeds. Okay, everybody, I'm Dennis Prager. We return. 